0: You can't sit there and use try to use your logic and brain to find out. Oh, this is my mission. This is my, no, your calling is so strong that it's just gonna pull you to it. That mm-hmm. it's 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 no, it's almost like like it's not even up to you. Woo! So everyone, this is the Authentic as Fuck podcast. I don't even know if that name is gonna stick or not, but we'll see. It's the working title well
1: knowing us it'll change (laughs)
0: yeah oh yeah (laughs) but mainly like well i think even like the topics that we talk about might change but i want to start off because this is like what we originally talk about talk about like personal branding that's my jam and authenticity right because
2: yeah
0: being authentic in building your personal brand so since this is the first episode do you want to talk a little bit about you? And so this is Elizabeth Brody-Waite, everybody. Hello. So, yeah, maybe you can kind of give a quick intro and how we met and yeah. how this all started.
1: Sure. I, I'll try to. Um, <laughs> some of it seems... What have we, have we been working together for a year now? Yeah. Or more?
0: Almost okay. a year. I think last September... Either That's August or September all... is when Michael first came to our office with his flip-flops.
1: With his flip-flops, <laughs> yeah. And it was probably pretty chilly, but still above <laughs> I don't I can't remember what his cutoff is, but there is a degree that the weather has to be, and then he'll uh, go
0: actually where she is. Like if there's no snow on the ground.
1: If there's no, <laughs> which is always in Nashville, um, not so much in New York. Um so I am the wife of someone who's attempting to build a personal brand and who has been building a personal brand, Michael Brody-Waite. And so we met Son about a year ago when we were like searching for marketing companies to help us be a more legitimate brand. And I remember looking at everything that you had done and Michael's saying, look at this dude, he's done like Jay Shetty, he's done like this. He was like, you know, swell bottles, um, Mel Robbins. And I was like, we can't afford him. He's not going to work with us. Like we're nobody. <laughs> and, um, we were sitting on my back porch when, uh, or our back porch, when, when he was going over the proposal and, uh, he was like, I think. I think we can actually do this. I think we can actually afford to work with him. And like, I was like, and he want, like, I just couldn't believe that like someone would believe in, in Michael's someone that believed in the messages of those people mm-hmm. would believe in the message that Michael had not because I don't believe, but because we were so impressed. And
0: it's like impo- mini imposter syndrome. Absolutely. Right
1: yeah. yeah, 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 because we were like, his TED talk was about the only thing, um, that
0: was doing well. That at TED that talk point. was everything, though, you know. Because I, everything. I don't know if you knew this, but I watched that TED talk like about six months, few like few months before that. So when he called, like, I knew exactly who he was. So in my oh. mind, oh, he... <laughs> because wow. I, I watched that. I think the reason why I watched it actually is because I saw the title, right? It's called um, uh, Why Great Leaders Lead Like Drug Addicts. or
1: mm-hmm. Great leaders do what drug addicts do.
0: do. Do what drug addicts do. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be about how, because I have a very addictive personality. Like when I get mm-hmm. into some, like it's bad, but it's also good because when I get into something with work or something like that, I get really addictive too. And that's actually like, part of my success so I thought he was going to talk about that and that's why I clicked on it and watched it but then it actually turned out to be even better (laughs) I think you're frozen
1: it has me in there now
0: I see your name now yeah yeah I think we're good okay yeah this is how so this is actually really good because by the way, when I do, I've been doing a lot of Instagram live and it, like it's really buggy. And sometimes oh, this yeah. happens where the person drops off and I'm like, uh.
1: <laughs> right. What do I do? Am I still on? Like, yeah.
0: And I'm really yeah. bad at that. I'm just really bad at talking to a camera <laughs> without a person.
1: Right, so, right, right, right. Well, but this
0: is actually really good because one of the things that I always talk about, and you know this, is people care so much about like just having everything perfect up front that like this kind of stuff is like a nightmare, right? And Absolutely, yeah. usually when I see my most successful clients and I compare them to like somebody who's not as successful that are, that are kind of like stuck in a rut
2: mm-hmm. it
0: is this is the biggest personality difference I see. Like, like Mel Robbins, like sometimes I like, I'm like, Hey, you sure you want to like, use that design because that looks like shit and yeah. she really doesn't care at the end of the day she just as long as it provides value she really right. doesn't care and some of our um clients that's been added for years that are you know trying to like build their personal brand it's almost like they carry so much detail like every one of their instagram posts has to be perfect and like it's just and it's their personality, right? And that's that's what mm-hmm. stops them from actually focusing on what's important, which is their message.
1: But- yeah. And I think as we've built this brand, that was the facade that I believed, mm-hmm. is that our first podcast would be amazing. Our first um, videos had to be perfect. Yeah. Our first, like... I truly believe that the first was supposed to be as good as
2: what we're now, doing
0: now. Wow. <laughs> and, and, uh, and don't get me wrong, right? Like I see it with my own eyes happening. And when I started mine, I, I was still like that. So yeah. a lot of times like we, we know it for other people and we give that advice, but we just don't take it for ourselves.
1: <laughs> no, because I mean, we're, I feel like we're conditioned to believe that in some ways, especially in this personal this personal brand stuff, and then even when I see the personal brands, I don't know if we're calling anyone out, but I'll like <laughs>
2: when <Okay. laughs> when this
1: I is, see. I, I guess it, it is all the- <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> <laughs> But I see people like Amy Porterfield, who I've used <laughs> her stuff.
0: Hmm. She's awesome, by the way.
1: But yeah, like, not the singer. <laughs> no, but even the posts about. The imperfections
0: are perfect. They have perfect photos? Yeah.
1: Perfect photos. Oh. Um, but I really liked one time I saw her like repost like some of her first videos uh-huh. when she was sitting at her computer and it looked like she was in like uh, an office space in her home or like somewhere that was not perfect. The, some of her first YouTube videos were just like poor quality webcam mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you for sharing that. Because yeah. it made me remember like, oh man, I don't have to have this like yeah. exactly perfect. That's true.
0: Night. Her video qualities are really good. Huh? And yeah. I can see her like, yeah. she, sometimes she talks about like she shows her set and all of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But maybe that's because that's what she's teaching. Because like her like, personality is very real. You can tell like yeah. when she talks and like, I love her. like. Yes. But, yeah, you're right. Like I, I think because she's showing this like perfectly lit, beautiful photos on her Instagram. Other people are starting out going to look like, look at that and be like, oh, I can't do it unless I have that too, which is totally right. wrong.
1: Right. And so I always appreciate when she, and like I see other people point back
0: mm-hmm.
1: Gary, uh, Gary V does this a lot. Yeah. He's like,
0: Gary give, give zero fucks. Literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can tell. Like.
1: Yeah. So when he like points back and he's like, this was the shit I used to put out, y'all. Like, mm-hmm. it was not good, mm-hmm. but I just put it out, and I kept putting it out, and I kept putting it out. And he actually just one really great video that he put together where it was like, I don't know if he was doing the wine tasting. It was back when he was more into the wine,
0: the wine wine library TV. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and like his first videos, and you act he like does a time lapse. Of like all of the episodes. Oh, that's
2: awesome!
1: See them go from him like a shitty
0: PCR, like
1: (laughs) yeah, like really bad because he's been doing this for a while, like ten years or more. Um, but you get to see the progression, and so I always appreciate it when like
0: it's more inspiring to see that actually. Yeah, yeah. I always look at the the first videos that people did because. Even like Marie Forleo, like when you go back in the beginning, her videos, like, because Marie Forleo is like the epitome of like great design. Like when, when somebody talks about personal brand or something like that, they're all like, oh, I want to be like Marie Forleo. Yeah. Because her designs are so perfect. But Mm -hmm. when you go back, even on her videos, they're not, you know, they they weren't always like that.
1: No, it's, it's just hard, like you said, to remember that when you're doing it.
0: Yeah. So let's go back. And uh, so I saw the Ted talk. Yeah. And so you knew uh, who he I was, was. Yeah. But I don't know where you got cut off, but I was saying like, I thought it was going to be about a different topic. Like mm-hmm. being, having how like addictive burp personality like I am. It actually, if you put that towards like work that can, that's what I thought he was going to talk about. But when I actually watched it, it was something totally different and it was even better because Mm -hmm. I resonated there's like the one story that he talked about where he was he called the vendor and he's like oh you know like we fucked up and how the vendor because I had that same exact experience with one of my clients early Mm -hmm. on early on in at night all so that really resonated with me I'm like uh this guy is for real right yeah and then that that was I remember that and then when he when he called when we had that call like I like, I, I remember that TED Talk, so it's
1: so yeah. go on,
0: and then what happened?
1: <laughs> so then, like, uh, yeah, we were like, okay, this dude's actually going to work with us. We may actually be able to build this thing. Um, In the middle of that, we were also, and and one of the primary reasons that we were looking um, to invest in marketing was not only to build a personal brand, but we were working on writing a book oh yeah and the book was a big part of uh what michael has always wanted to do and he's been driven to share this message and he his one of his life's goals was to write this book so we wanted to put everything we could behind promoting Mm -hmm. and marketing the book and in a lot of ways we didn't want it he particularly didn't want it to be Michael Brody Like he wanted the company oh, yeah, to have I remember a name that.
2: Yeah.
1: and it did have a name. Um, I mean, our LLC operates under a leader confidential, like it's not Michael Brody mm-hmm. Um, because he, the thought of this being about him even now is so counter to what,
0: but you know, like the intention was out of all the clients that I have, the ones that are like that that don't the ones don't want that don't want to brand it under their person like they don't want to make it about them yeah. are actually the ones that want to help the most that's
2: yeah.
1: funny yeah. cuz i think that's what he's driven by mm-hmm. and that's probably what they're driven by it's like the impact versus
0: yeah exactly the spotlight yeah cuz all he and wants the is irony him. of it all is that most people that want to build a personal brand is because they want the spotlight. Yeah. But in order to truly succeed in building a personal brand, you have to not care about the spotlight. So it's, right. it's kind of <laughs> yeah. a, ironic. Right.
1: And those are the ones I think are most successful mm-hmm. and that have the most 100%. impact on the world. Yeah. Um, so last fall was just nuts. I mean, we were hiring a PR firm, hiring a marketing firm, writing the book and
0: um, Great leaders live like drug addicts by the way. That's what yeah, the
1: book's called. Yes, we all like that. Great <laughs> leaders live like drug addicts. Um and it he finished the book. It was the most grueling thing. I I didn't even write it. I was part of the process, but it was the most grueling thing and in and in a lot of ways, I resented the book the entire time. And in some, I haven't opened it since it oh, was wow. released because.
0: So it took a lot I've, out of you.
1: It took a lot out of our family. It took it took a piece of our. Fa- it took him out of our family. Um. Literally, I mean, nights, weekends, he Is was he working like a job.
0: When he's like focused on a project, you see, like, you know.
1: A hundred percent. Addicts can focus in a way.
0: No, I'm like that.
1: Normies can't. Uh, Normies are people that- It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. I remember we were dating and this is a story I've told a lot of people. He and I were dating, we we lived together. So we've been dating for like a year or more, um, year and a half. And he was applying for, um, a job or he was going through the the process of um, becoming CEO of the Nashville Entrepreneur Center. And as part of the process, they had a a project that they had to do and um, some stuff that they wanted him to present on. it was a Saturday and he literally sat in the same place for over eight hours, did not eat, did not drink, don't i'm not sure he went to this the is bathroom. for the ted,
0: to prepare for the ted talk or? no
1: this was for a job this is just like just to illustrate oh even his, before
0: that okay yeah. oh yeah because i know you guys also did that for the ted talk to prepare we, for the ted talk
1: <laughs> there was that yeah. <laughs> um it was hours of him just in one place in what mm-hmm. like i kept going up and i'd just be like hey uh you still working on that? <laughs> <laughs> I went to bed. Like, I think we worked out that morning, had breakfast, and then he sat in the same place on the couch. When you woke up. <laughs> when, yeah. Like he was, uh, I went to bed. He I've was done still that there.
0: before too. Like like, I can see, totally see that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that's kind of what happened with the book, except it was just a much longer process. Mm-hmm. And I 100% supported it but it was just grueling and so in a three-month period he wrote three versions That's after of we
0: started working together actually right
1: after yeah we were working on that we were working on the book working on the website the website yeah, working with our pr company yeah. and um
0: i think you it, guys wanted like this grand launch and you thought like when you first launch it it's gonna be like this big thing and you're going to have yeah. every, all the press in place. You're going to have the book yeah. out. You're going to like.
1: That was the journey. That was yeah. the. Because that's, that's how a lot of startups
0: need. start. That's how a lot of business starts. They get that's, huge investments. Yes. And just so everybody we, knows, Michael is actually a, a veteran entrepreneur. He's founded three companies, including an Inc. 500 company that he sold.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So th- that's kind of his mindset, right? Like. You know how, how how you would launch a business, or like how how, how you want to scale, and, and like the importance of press and all of you know. Right,
1: but what's interesting is that he bootstrapped his company. He ran, that's
2: true.
0: The,
1: so we've talked about that's this true. in yeah. in the time since. Is like he never had like venture capital or like all of these things that he, he started this, like
0: from the bottom. He started, started from, from the, the bottom, bottom and he grant,
1: like he just hustled. <laughs> and hustled and hustled. And we forgot that we got cocky. We, we, we forgot. And we We lost fancy. (laughs) We got fancy. And we just thought that we had the resources to invest in this. And we were like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do it. And And maybe this will make it go faster.
0: If you were building a regular product brand, like a regular brand. Yeah. And you did that, that probably would have worked. I just don't think it necessarily works for personal brands. I mean that's yeah. I don't know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't think I, I can tell you it didn't work.
0: Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but now
1: the pandemic happened. Um, I, but I, I I don't think it, it can work either way.
0: But because you know, like that's what Ty Lopez did, right? Kind of. It can work, but it's fake. It's not. It's right. not the kind of brand that Michael wants to build.
1: No. Yeah. When we were wor- like we were worried about making the. New York Times bestseller list, and like, how do you do that? And how do yeah. you sell all these copies of the book? And how do you, which is we all were,
0: possible, by the way, if you throw it, money at it, <laughs> it
1: it's a hundred percent possible yeah. if you want to throw a lot of money yeah. at it. Um, yeah. which is also why I just kind of lost faith in the whole mm-hmm. thing. Like, it's it's because a ga- it goes against
0: it goes against also what Michael's preaching, by the way. Yeah. And for everyone that doesn't know, like Michael's entire message is about authenticity and um, Mm -hmm. because that's what's needed in order to recover, you know, for drug addicts to recover. So,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And it was just everything about it felt wrong. And then March 1st was when all the PR was supposed to take off. And I think March 7th was the day that we were told to not leave our homes um, and to, to start dun, quarantining. Dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> and so press completely stopped. Like no one cared about what Michael had to say.
0: Um, and before that he had some speaking, speaking gigs as well. Yeah. Used- we
1: had like, you know, Google, Dell, like mm-hmm. these big companies wanting to work with him um, Everything came to a halt, completely came to a halt. And it was so defeating. We didn't know how we were going to pay our employees. We had a, a couple mm-hmm. of employees. Um, we weren't getting paid. Everything was riding on this moment yes. of in May when this book was supposed to come out and um, and eventually did. But it it turned out and i know this sounds like incredibly cliche mm-hmm. but the pandemic is something that i think he and i both are really grateful for in not because it people've lost their lives and all those things like because of what it did to us as a family and as a company and it we had to completely change mm-hmm. Everything that we were doing, our mindset had no choice but to change. Um, and Michael said that he remembered, um, there was this moment we were having a team meeting and it was early March, and I was like, Uh, okay, I just want to point out that we don't have any outstanding invoices and there's no money coming into the company, <laughs> <laughs> and like. Because we would always have outstanding, like always have a speaking gig, always have this, always have that. Everything that we've built our company on is not like happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a screeching halt to the cash
1: screeching, flow. Screeching ho- screeching halt. Because you, you think, know that, like,
0: that happened to that, uh, my <laughs> company too. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. want a screeching part, but like our revenue, our cash flow dropped by like 80% like right. overnight. Not, not
1: 20 not 20 percent <laughs> draw by 80 percent like
0: yeah yeah that so we had 20 percent of cash flow left like yeah yeah so i mean like yeah. just to be completely transparent like our our cash flow was around 100k a month mm-hmm. and then immediately it was 20k a month <laughs> so
1: and that's huge
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money. And we had employees
0: to pay. We had rent to pay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're not, I mean, so you're I in totally New York City.
0: Where you're, how you guys felt also, because for you, it went to zero.
1: <laughs> zero. Like, yeah. we don't know if we're going to do this engagement. Yeah. We don't know. The world didn't know what it was going to, we didn't even know if the book was going to come out. Mm-hmm. Our publisher was saying, I don't know if they're going to print it. Like. That's and it true. did get pushed back. Like, so there and were just yeah, all these questions.
0: That happened. Like, cause Jay Sherry's book got pushed back too because I don't remember. I don't know if you remember it was supposed yeah. to be April. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he pushed the whole thing back, what, till
0: the yeah. fall? Yeah. Yeah. It's coming out, I think next next month. Yeah. This um, month
1: maybe. I yeah, it's either this month or no, I think it's next month. Yeah. September, right?
0: Yeah, yeah September eighth. Yeah. You're
1: welcome, Jay.
0: <laughs> Why are we promoting Facebook? Here? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like promo. <laughs> but Check um,
1: but yeah. So so then here we are, and Michael has more clarity than he's had. We've been we've been working with you for a year. We've been doing this as a couple, he and I, for almost four mm-hmm.
0: years. And you are the kind of. So, Michael's obviously like the person in front speaking, doing the, you know, spreading the message. But you're like mm-hmm. the person that's doing all the operations on the back end, which is kind of how most of our clients are set up. Like most mm-hmm. of our clients are usually a husband wife team where the wife is kind of in the front and the husband runs like the, all, all the stuff that happens in the background. Yeah. But you guys are like the opposite. Like Michael, the opposite, Michael's in yeah. yeah. And you run. So you're the, actual person behind the scene running it so you've seen everything you know how what happens and which brings us to kind of why i wanted to do this podcast with you Mm -hmm. is because i want you you to kind of give your insight from uh, actually building a personal brand right not from like somebody who's like huge and trying to market it like get something out of it but you're like in it and even now, as we speak, we're still in the midst of building it.
1: Yeah, um, and I think there's so much that people don't talk about
0: mm-hmm.
1: that they don't All say. The dirty
0: like dirty secrets.
1: <laughs> there are some dirty secrets out there, and they're not talking about those.
0: Uh,
2: okay.
1: um, it, I feel like building a personal brand, and and Michael uh, talks about this a little bit too. Is is like the new lottery.
0: Mm-mm.
1: It's like your new lottery. I haven't heard team.
0: this yet. Yeah, but well,
1: he just I'll he hear. just talks about like it's the new. I mean, think about multi level marketing, right? The ones that mm-hmm. are really successful,
0: like network marketing.
1: Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know the the oils, the, the shades, the pyramid
0: schemes. Yeah, the
1: pyramid schemes are out <laughs> there. I'm not joining them. Um, <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. But do your thing. But like. Mm-hmm. They sell you this idea that it's like you're going to hit the lottery if you do this, and I think I f- I feel similarly uh,
0: about. Okay,
1: like you're going you to know the what car- I call. It?
0: I call it the new tech startup because I remember like in the two thousands and yeah. the Facebook days, everybody thought they're going to be the next Zuckerberg.
1: Yes, this is the you think your site
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> is going to be. Everybody
0: them. thinks they're going to be the next Gary V.
1: <laughs> well, most of you are Friendster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. not even most of you are the the startup that actually nobody's ever even not heard of <laughs>
2: that's,
0: that's true
1: like what touche because mo, yeah.
0: yeah i don't think a lot of people talk about how hard this shit actually is right because like and no, the reason they why, make
1: it look easy
0: yeah it's because that's what they're selling like most of i mean at least like in the business and entrepreneurship world the courses they sell, like, because people are selling courses that says, hey, go out and get clients and then learn how to do, run social media ads and you can start a social media agency. You can build a personal brand, build courses, like you can sell anything, right? But Exactly. Because that's, what that's the dream that they're selling. But the reality behind the scene is that it's fucking hard. And if, if, if 99% of these people that are buying these courses actually knew how hard it was, most of them would have to do it. Just like starting a tech startup.
1: (laughs) And notice, most of the really popular ones are the ones who are Uh promising you that you're gonna be a millionaire.
0: to riches, yeah, yeah.
1: Right. They're selling you a course on how to make money. Those are who all the names are that you think of, right? Like, so- I
0: think there's different levels of it. Like if you look at like Grant Cardone or like even Ty Lopez, like, yeah. I see them as a total scam. Like, to me, yeah. that's a, it's just a total scam. If you look <laughs> at, like, Murray Folio, Amy Porterfield, they're not a scam because they're not, but I, I, I think they're very disconnected from reality because, mm-hmm. or maybe they're not, but yes, you can watch those and and make something of yourself, mm-hmm. but 90% of the people are not going to. Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. It's kinda like selling the idea of getting a six pack, but you know, at the end of the day, 90% of your customers is not gonna see results.
1: Exactly. They're not gonna stick with it. They're not gonna yeah. do it. They're not gonna execute. I mean, very honestly, I never finished Amy's course. <laughs> like
0: yeah. I, I don't finish any course. Like the courses that I finish are the ones that are like really short, the mini yeah. courses. <laughs> yeah. I love those. <laughs>
1: Those I can do. Like yeah. your freebies, like all the all the free uh mm-hmm. um opt-in stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'll use yeah. those little tools yeah. and tricks and yeah. I like those. But yeah, the times that I've I'm the same way that I've built the courses. I do. So don't, that's like
0: uh, one of the hidden one of the things that people don't talk about is how hard this shit really is. Yeah. And everybody makes it seem like just go do it. <laughs> Just go do it. It's like build right. the Build it don't come.
1: <laughs> right. Well and think about like what Michael says. Like you can't tell an addict to just stop using drugs. <laughs> like, hey man, no. just stop <laughs> just stop doing that. Just stop doing that. Or just do this. I mean it's the whole it's the whole reason why he's doing what he's doing because and and Brene Brown, I know you're listening.
0: You are the universe is listening, but. <laughs> hey,
1: I'm putting it in the universe, man. <laughs> okay. Like Brene, now, Michael now loves you. Happen. Yes. Michael loves you. You are the inspiration for this. But Brene's books, as incredible as they are, and and the fact that she put the authenticity out there and vulnerability out there to be a safe conversation, I really credit her for her work um because I don't think authenticity would be the word that it is mm-hmm. without her but she didn't really tell you what to do mm-hmm. she just said do it
2: mm-hmm. um, oh how do, <laughs> do I, I do? Like, <laughs>
1: yeah because it's 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 really hard to do and so back to what I was saying like you can't just tell an addict like hey man stop shooting the dope yeah. your life might get better oh. like that's not gonna. Uh, they're not sitting around saying, "I want to do this." I don't think. Um, so that's why he has been so committed to creating a system, an actual system, an actual process. Do this, and which is almost proven, like
0: like the twelve like step program has is a proven, proven system for for drug addicts. But he's trying to do it for people that are that are wearing a mask, that are kind of like Brene's message, right? Like not being vulnerable, they're, they're living, they're hiding their real selves. And which is actually very related to actually the addicts, because that's what addicts do. They, mm-hmm. They're constantly like hiding and lying. Yeah,
1: So they're chameleons so, trying to.
0: So Michael is trying to basically bring like a, something like the 12-step program. He's created his own program. Mm-hmm. that it, that requires like sponsorship, you know, society and the method, the program, and then bring it to the world of people, which you and I know that 99% of people we meet are fake.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> the other day Absolutely. I was watching this video of this guy making fun of some, uh, some girl taking photo like on Instagram to show like, she's supporting Black Lives Matter. And then she was like, she went up to this guy who was like fixing, boarding up a wall, and she was like pretending to like help him. And then she was like, thank you so much. Right. Like, and then he was like, look how fake that thank you is. Like, but that's like, it's part of our life. Like, yeah. Like, being fake has, we're so okay with being fake that we don't even think it's fake anymore.
1: And social media doesn't help. I mean,
0: yeah. because oh, you're no. showing
1: like the snapshots. Yeah. Of like, it's making
0: it like, it's, it's like making it exponentially worse in my opinion.
1: hundred percent. Like, yeah, it's the, it's the curated authenticity. I can't remember yeah. if you said that or if it
0: was, or no. where I'm not that brilliant. Uh, <laughs> I don't
1: know where I got that. Maybe it was from me or maybe it was, I, I, or I think I read this somewhere. Just take credit. <laughs> I'll take credit, but whoever wrote the article or whatever I read on social media, you're actually the one that I should credit. But um, yeah. Curated authenticity is what I think we're seeing now because yeah. now authenticity is such a cool yeah. thing.
0: Yeah. Now people and I, I actually think I kind of blame Brene Brown for that because yeah. now everybody talks about authentic. So I know she meant well, but I think it's kind of, it's kind of like Eckhart Tolle with being present, right? Like everybody, ta- it's become, once, you, once something becomes popular, and the internet is probably to blame for this, it becomes such a cliche. And once something becomes a cliche, no matter how true it is, how important it is, it just goes in one year and out the other.
1: Mm-hmm yeah
0: so so i think to kind of add on that like so so i never really used to think about authenticity and things like that i wasn't really like i saw her netflix stuff but it's not something Mm -hmm. that i really like uh got deep i I know like it changed people's lives but for me it wasn't like that when i watched it it wasn't like immediately like that right as much as michael's because i feel like michael michael's ted talk kind of put it in a way that resonates with me because Mm -hmm. it it wasn't put it in a cliche way it was there was a story to it which i think also is important like because when you you can use story to take a cliche and reframe it in a way that certain people understand you know Mm -hmm. so and then in that first meeting we had like I, i said michael just can you do the workshop on me because right? I, mm-hmm. I do that with a lot of my clients. I I'll go to their workshop. but Obviously, with Michael, I couldn't go to it. So I was like, "Can you just?" So he did a mini workshop with me. And he he actually told me like later on that like, "Son, you're you're a very authentic person." I'm like, "Really?" Like that's that's when like I actually kind of realized. I guess I am authentic because I never thought of it like that. Yeah. And you are, I mean, it's not like. I didn't know because I, I hate fakeness and I, I try to run away from it as much as I can. And you are like that too. Like you are one of the most authentic person I know. Thank you. So I think that's why I wanted to do this podcast around authenticity and, you know, and the rest is history.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you. That's a huge compliment. Um, But I but I I like what you said about um you didn't really think about it. It's not like a a thing you're trying to do is to be authentic. Mm -hmm. That's I think that's the key to people that are authentic.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Like like that's true.
0: Yeah. They're not like if you're authentic, (laughs) you're not like, okay.
1: Is this me being authentic? Like how can I be authentic in this moment? You just like because
0: that's not authentic. If you're if you're trying to be authentic, that's not authentic.
1: Right. Like that doesn't <laughs> work. And I know that that sounds like, duh, but yeah. people are doing it and I, they're intentionally trying to be who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's, it's important to also say like, you can evolve. Cause I feel like a lot of what happens is And Michael struggles with this just because of how he thinks and his personality, but he struggles with like, but what if it changes? Like, what if, what I say? What
0: if I change? Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, what if I say this? I actually struggle with that too. Right. And so it doesn't mean that you're, he and I had like a three hour conversation about this. Um, We actually had a weekend without our daughter and, and, um, we were like floating in our pool for, for three hours. It was great. But I talked to him about it. I was like, what's going on? Why do you lack confidence sometimes mm-hmm. in like sharing your truth? Cause you'll have these brilliancies. I call them. Um, I can always
0: tell when he's like fully trying. in it versus his, yeah, he's trying. And I'm sure like people can tell with me too.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like we, we call it like, he's trying to be Michael Brody weight versus, yeah being just being
0: just not not trying to do anything
1: (laughs) right and and people that know him like you and i do Mm -hmm. know him really well and have seen his personality from you know Mm -hmm. every angle we can spot those moments but i think even
0: even if you're seeing him for the first time you can still tell it's something like our human brains are so so advanced that we can spot that shit so easily, even when we're watching somebody on YouTube. And I true. think that's why authenticity is such key in building a personal brand because true when you watch a YouTube video, you can tell like immediately if that person is fake or not. Yeah. For some reason.
1: <laughs> that's actually, no, you're, you're, you're right. Like
0: we can tell even more if we know the person like,
1: Michael. if you know the person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was asking him about it. I was like, why do you do that? Yeah. Because he is such a passionate per like he he's got some things that he's like a hundred percent on and he's not gonna waver, but there are other things so that he kind of why are those off. times
0: where he loses that confidence. That's what you're asking him, basically. Yeah. How and come so, those times you're losing that confidence?
1: Right. And so why do you waver? Why do you give why do you give the other person like leeway to think anything else if you mm-hmm. truly believe um this message and and what's got all this going is that he had a video that's gone viral for us in terms of um speaking his truth mm-hmm. and i was like so why why that one and he was like you know it's because i i know i 100% believe that like I a hundred percent believe whatever I'm saying, if I a hundred percent believe it and can, you know, argue my point and know mm-hmm. that I'm right, then I'm very mm-hmm. confident in it. If I feel like there may be some other ways or there, there may be there's like, some holes. Yeah. there's some holes or like mm-hmm. that other people could feel differently. Then I start to like back off of it. Mm-hmm. Um. And then that's when it came up, like the whole just to circle back around, like mm-hmm. the the whole truth. The truth can change. Like your truth can be di- like it can evolve. No one's gonna. No one cares so enough let's, to go let's back. Let's back up a
0: little bit. <laughs> so what he said on the TED talk, obviously he hundred percent believes it. Yeah. But let's say five years later, he's he's his perspective has shifted a little bit. Maybe there are certain things that he might not like, maybe he agrees with it for the most part, but there are still certain things that are, that he feels a little differently about or something like that.
1: And there are things in the TED yeah. talk that have shifted. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, Cause
0: that you know. happens to me all the time too. And I, I think, I think that's why we lose confidence. Cause I, I remember when I was like in my 20, years, I was so cocky. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I thought I was the shit and then you were.
1: I have no doubt that
2: you
0: were <laughs> <laughs> and then That's as I get real. older <laughs> people lose that right people become start to lose like confidence in themselves yeah. and I think it's because as I got older i realized that some of the shit that I was so convicted on actually turned out to be wrong <laughs> And once that happens a few times, you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't talk, right? Like, maybe I shouldn't say anything. And Mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm actually like recently struggling with the same thing because because I'm saying all this shit all the time, you know, to people. Yeah. And sometimes people like, you know, come back with a good point. Right. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, you got a point there. (laughs) But Yeah. I actually think it's uh yeah now I'm trying to get to be at a place where I don't I'm not my ego and my identity is not so tied to that idea that mm-hmm. if my idea changes or if I'm wrong I can easily admit that oh fuck I was wrong Yeah. <laughs> I changed my mind and I that, should, oh
1: <laughs> like and what's wrong with that like for some reason I feel like we see that as yeah. a myself included like that's as probably a negative
0: that's probably part of the reason that's probably so closely connected with the mask that we wear because Mm -hmm. like, let me give you a perfect example. Right? Like my, my family is hardcore Christian. Like my entire family is hardcore Christian. I'm the only one that's not.
1: Wow. (laughs) I've learned something new about you. Oh really?
0: Yeah. Yeah, My mom, like my mom is like a conductor of like the, she, she, she leads the church choir my sister plays like the piano for church.
2: Wow. And, like, they go
0: every week. And so what I realized is that, so back then I used to always, every time I go home, I would have this argument with them. Like, cause like, are you going to church, son? I'm like, no. And it's like, if we go into this argument of like, why I, why I don't believe in it and why I don't go to church and, you know. and mm-hmm. But the thing is, my mom is smart. Like she has a PhD. My sister is very smart too. But I'm just like, um, why can't I have, and I'm not saying that I'm right either. Maybe I'm wrong and they're right, right? But why mm-hmm. can't they have, because whenever we talk about that topic, the logic just goes out the window. And it mm-hmm. just becomes like this emotional argument, right?
2: Mm-hmm. But I
0: think the reason why is because she's so tied to that identity of like being like, I'm a, I'm a Christian. That's who yeah. I am. And if I admit that I was wrong, my entire identity is thrown out the window. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like my entire life has been wasted because this is what I've been saying my whole life. And I think that's what people are really afraid of.
1: I think you're, I really like that. I think you've put into words like something that I like completely agree with. Like it's the, it's not the point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not the point anymore, Mm -hmm. especially when it becomes emotional, like, It is your identity. And it's even if your mom didn't say, like, I'm wrong, even giving you an inch, like, of saying, like, well, maybe you let's agree to disagree Mm -hmm. probably still feels like her saying she's wrong. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: You know, like, and that is...
0: It's hurting her ego. Like, like real ego. ego. Like, it's breaking down everything about her. And that's why I think ego is so... Oh. Import, like, ego plays such a huge part of wearing that mask. Because I, I, I used to be, like, yes. I, I used to have that. And I think, like, when, when those people that are saying, oh, I'm so authentic, I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks, that's, a, that, that's an ego, too. That's, like, I'm wearing an identity of I don't care what people think of me. Right?
1: Yeah, and authenticity does not equal be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> like that's not what that means
0: <laughs> people use that as an excuse like oh like oh i'm I just trying to it. be honest
1: <laughs> like yeah shut up like no you're like no like that's not that's not how it works like yeah, yeah. Yeah. and people use that as like the get out of jail free card all the time it's like well i was just i was just giving my opinion yeah. Yeah, well, you were malicious and
0: And rude. I actually think that, like, this is why I love having these conversations with you, because I get, like, my biggest breakthrough ideas whenever we talk. And that's that's actually the reason why I wanted to do this podcast with you. Wow. Because... You know, we like we used to always have, we would go on a Zoom to talk about project or talk about work. And then we end up having all this other conversation for two hours.
1: <laughs> you know, and they are like, hey, we got 15 minutes. Can we go through?
0: <laughs> we got to do work <laughs> now.
1: I've <laughs> <laughs> got some stuff that I need to, we actually need to do.
0: But the breakthrough that I just came to this moment is that. I think that's how personal brands feel when they start a personal brand. And let's say Mm -hmm. I've staked my ground on the idea that, you know, wearing a mask is wrong and all of like, this is my identity. I built my entire brand and business around it. Or let's say somebody is like a pastor and they've literally built their entire career on it. Right. Mm -hmm. By admitting that they were wrong and letting go of that ego and just being authentic, even if they have that little bit of feeling that like, oh, maybe I might be wrong, right? What's mm-hmm. happening is they literally have to change career, right? They, <laughs> they literally have to like, you know, like their entire like source of revenue is gone. I think that's how they think of it. But the reality is, is in, in a true, if you really built your personal brand the right way, People are not following you because of that idea. People are following you because of you as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can keep changing idea. They're still on board. Because like, like how Gary Vee used to talk about hustle, hustle all the time, working 18 hours a day all the time. And right. now he doesn't talk about that anymore. He changed his mind on that. People still mm-hmm. love him. Like because they weren't following him because of that idea.
1: Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And they built a connection with Gary. Like they feel connected mm-hmm, to Gary, mm-hmm. and at, and he represents a human. Mm-hmm.
2: Like humans exactly. change their
1: mind. Yeah. Like I can see myself yeah. in Gary because I change my yeah. mind.
0: Yeah, all it's the not time. like you're gonna love. You know, it's not like you're gonna love Michael less if he changes his mind, <laughs> right? Like, right, <laughs>
2: right.
0: And that's I the might same be thing. Like,
1: you- <laughs> hey, dude, I'm gonna have to go back and change all this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna Have to go rewrite all this copy. <laughs> whatever but yeah i'm not gonna love him less
0: yeah and just like if you have if you build a true following like if, if you build an audience that truly loves you for you mm-hmm. they don't give a shit if you change your mind
1: <laughs> right and that's why i think it's so important to build true connection with them and this whole like yeah we've grown this very slowly obviously. <laughs> We, hey, if anyone wants to follow us, we'd love to hit 1,100 followers on Instagram. <laughs> but, like,
0: but that's not, Instagram is not Michael's. No. That thing. Like, he needs to be more on LinkedIn.
1: Yeah. But, like, that, I'm sure we'll, fine, like,
0: whatever. have a whole other conference episode about that stuff. Yeah. But, like, in the next kind of 10 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Before we wrap up, let's talk about what were like some of the biggest like aha moments or lessons that you learned in the building from beginning to now, building the personal brand. And if you were to start all over from zero again, what are some of the things that you would do differently? <laughs> what a great! And this could probably be another whole episode. <laughs> too, <but> just, <laughs> Let's just start and, it off now. Yeah, and let's, then we'll continue yeah. on the next week.
1: That would be, um, that would be good. But the, so I think the biggest thing, and this is probably because of a little bit to do with my personality, is how fucking long this takes. The perception of that, that in a year, like I remember sitting at our dining room table and thinking, I mean, like four years ago saying, okay, in a year, like we'll have a legitimate business.
2: Mm -hmm,
1: mm No, no, that didn't happen. I'm sure for some people it does like the LeBron Jameses of the world in the personal brand arena have that it, it has but happened. But even
0: those, cause you know, I, I, I work with them. So I've never been seen doing it for years. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't seen, um, somebody grow their bread as f- fast as Jay Shetty. Cause he literally went Overnight. from zero to where he is in his social media, at least in three years, right? But what I found out is that before that, like when he used to do shows for, shows for Huffington Post, and he, like, it took him like seven to 10 years of building relationship and getting to a point for him to even start that, you yeah. know? And Gabby used to do like talks in the local church here in East Village Thursday nights. Like she's been doing this for 10 years before she actually like got on Oprah and, you know? yeah had that break. So that's the shit that people don't see. And that's why they think like, oh, he did it in two years. So I should be able to do it in two years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we're not even looking to be like on Jay and Gabby's level or Mel's level. Like, Oh, why not? <laughs> and that seems like a, for me, that's just, that seems like an incredibly, like your are li- like, your the whole, like people knowing who you are, especially Jay. Like because he's so strike like Jay, you're beautiful. Like, and you're just a striking you've got all these like striking qualities that you're very recognizable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm incredibly yeah. private. Like, I, it just different. seems
0: because if you look at like there are some people, some personal brands like if you look at like Donald Miller, right, or yeah, or somebody like that who's like a little bit more on the background. They're not. Necessarily like out there, like, you know, like flaunting themselves. Mm-hmm. Not that Jay is, but. <laughs> um,
1: no, I think it just happened.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: For J- Jay, like. But yeah. Not that he didn't work and he's that doesn't work, but like.
0: So, what do you think are some of the things that. So, one, that. Biggest thing we see. It takes about. a lot longer than you thought. Yeah. Another thing that you mentioned before is that people don't talk about how hard this is. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Like it makes it seem like this is the next gold rush, but it's, I guess it is like the gold rush because it's, that wasn't easy either.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know if this, I mean, you would probably know better just based on your experience of working with people, but like, there's a lot of Man, when I look back to the workshops and the things that Michael and I did
2: mm-hmm.
1: two and three years ago, those things, like there was a lot of starting and stopping. And for mm-hmm. some reason in my mind, I thought every time, I thought every time it was going to be like, this is the thing that we're going to do forever. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this is how the workshop is going to work okay, forever.
2: Yeah. I it's mean.
1: not going to evolve, it's not going to change. Again, that could be my personality, but like once I surrendered the fact that it could like Change. be different
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that we didn't have to commit and just
0: mm-hmm.
1: do the same thing. Over That's and probably over. like the
0: biggest mistake that most people make, actually. And yeah. that causes that other stuff, too, because every time you do that, think about it. Let's say, yeah, you can build a brand in one, two or three years. Mm-hmm. but not if you keep resetting because <laughs> right. then now you keep going, going back to zero. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And so what worked really well for us, and I've told you this is like the Ted talk made us solidify the principles. Mm-hmm. The book made us solidify
0: the system. The yeah.
1: Yeah. And so having those moments for us, they're very intentional. And we were able to just say like, this is what we've built now. Mm -hmm. Let's build, like, just keep building the blocks. Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said, going back to zero every time and then listening, like when something isn't working, like way back, we did these things called leader confidential meetings. I don't know if we ever talked to you about them, but essentially they were like 12 step meetings, but for leaders. Mm -hmm. And
0: I know you did that those meetings before,
1: yeah. Yeah, we hosted like two a week. I hosted them. Um, Michael would host them. Like we showed up every week. We we rented space. We had people paying to be a part of them. And we did them for, I don't know if we, I think we almost did them for a year. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And we were doing them because we... (laughs) I don't know, Michael might disagree, but I just feel like we were doing them because we didn't know what else to do.
0: Mm-hmm. But like we knew- So if you were to start We should start have been now,
1: listening to the mess. Like we should have been listening earlier to like, this is, there's something not right. Mm-hmm,
2: so I guess mm-hmm. that's
1: one of my biggest ahas was like, trust that gut instinct.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, hopefully if you're, you are building a personal brand, you're not doing it on your own and you've got those people around you- that can give you their honest feedback and challenge your thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that is invaluable for the relationship Mm -hmm. with Michael and me is just, we can challenge each other's thinking um, in a very comfortable, we're very comfortable doing that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I should have challenged earlier. And you have people like that around you. Around like you, you, you know, um, I always do <laughs> Yeah, always. Which is amazing. I don't beat around the bush.
1: <laughs> oh, and it's amazing. And do mm-hmm. it's, you have to have, so that's, that would be like one of the things I would add to the list is you have to have people around you who that are not just mm-hmm. yes men and women.
0: That's such a huge problem I see because especially people that are like kind of established, yeah. They have people around them. All they're doing is trying to trying to make them happy, right? right. Trying to agree with everything that they say. And that right. can get to your head, you know what I mean? And yep. they're scared to come out of that and then actually listen to the truth.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But that's such like a such a key to to actually listen to the people that disagree with you, right? Yes. Like,
1: and that doesn't mean you have to do what they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, Michael hasn't done everything that you've
0: read. Yeah, yeah. And because because there's nuances that he knows that I don't know. But I'm exactly. just giving it an honest perspective from my point of view. Right. And if he gets enough of that from two different, there's going to be something that overlap. They're like, oh, if like ten out of twelve people are telling me this, it must be true. No matter how much I don't I right. want to believe it, or not. I don't want
1: to believe <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I mean, that goes for anything, right? That goes for his message too. It's like you have uh-huh. to have people around you to be a mirror uh-huh. because we can't spot self deception. Mm-hmm. Like we can't spot it on our own. Mm-hmm. No. You have to have the outsider. So that is, that's another thing that has been invaluable. Yeah with us in the process. And so there are times that I wish I would have challenged earlier. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like it's, I it's wish, always easy to see hindsight. Like it's.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wish we wouldn't have made the investments in PR that we did. I mean, you tried to stop us from doing that. Um,
0: start, we just weren't, yeah. Start small. Start small. Yeah. Incrementally make tweaks to build, take it one step at a time. Don't think like you're going to make it perfect. Boom. If it doesn't work, go back to zero and do it again. That's, that's, so that actually, when you think that, oh, that's going to get us there faster, it actually slows you down more. When you actually try to go slow, you get there faster.
1: Yeah. I think we would have learned. So if we would have, and all this again, like you said, looking back, Knowing that a global pandemic was <laughs> happening, yeah, like 2020 was even going to exist, uh, definitely changed things. But I think we didn't have enough knowledge and experience to leverage those investments at the time in which. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: okay, got it, got
1: it. Now, do I think like even now we could uh, leverage some of these uh, investments? We could probably even uh, leverage you better. I actually been
0: ago. saying that I, I said, Hey, save your money and make <laughs> it last a certain time because,
2: because
0: yes. I think that I, tr- I, so what you just, you just nailed it. I think when you kind of do it, like, kind of like the greedy way, like the, the low budget way and you figure it out, there's going to come a moment when you're like, Oh, I know this is going to work. I just need to put cash in it. Yeah. That's when you want to invest the money. Do you yep. know what I mean?
1: yeah of no. course because that's what we should have fucking done like but you we didn't know that right and no. but, and also i credit you to helping us get to where we are and, and a lot of the things that we figured out along the way oh, uh, yeah like dude we wouldn't be here without without you but but like if we would have been able to do all of that and then pull you in and then pull in like these PR experts, we wouldn't be like still in the phase where we're trying to figure it out. And we Mm -hmm. were in the phase of trying to figure it out. And right now we have a lot more clarity than we've ever had.
0: Um, At the end of the day, outside people, no matter how much of an expert they are or whatever it is, they can't help you build your business. Like you have to have clear vision on what you want to do. And then these people can just exponentially get that yes. gets you there but they cannot actually make those decisions for you you know
1: no like yeah no they they <laughs> they cannot and uh, that was that would be some of my biggest advice to people is like figure it out it sucks it sucks. Maybe yeah. some people are like are just born with the clarity to know exactly yeah. what they want to yeah. do. Like I was never the person who was like, I'm going to be a doctor when I grow up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm going to do all the. No, I don't think nobody's.
0: Takes. I don't think anybody's like that.
1: You know, but there are some people that then get so committed to their vision that they like execute anyway. But
0: like they're I, just laser focused on one thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like
1: my dad was a doctor. I'm yeah. going to be a doctor. I'm going to go here. This is where he went. Like,
0: no, I, I actually think that's what everybody should do because one problem with that I see with a lot of people, especially younger people, is that like, like they have so many passions and so many ways they want to go. They spend all of their time deciding which one's the perfect one, right? Yeah. But I, but I think if you just close your eyes and randomly pick one and just go all in, that will leads you eventually to the right path and that's why I wanted to just start this podcast because yeah. I didn't want to wait forever to be like, oh, we have the perfect, this perfect topic.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cause it's more of a, uh, I think the way life works is more of like you're leapfrogging right from mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, your path mm-hmm. is more like this yeah. versus.
0: But you won't straight. know that next path until you start going.
1: Right. And I think it eventually like you're, gonna be on the path you're supposed to be on like
0: as long yeah. as you're being authentic to yourself i think that authenticity kind of almost shows that path to you because yeah it will reveal itself. So. yeah exactly absolutely you, you're drawn to certain things that that's what people call a calling right they're calling and mm-hmm. you can't sit there and you try to use your logic and brain to find out oh this is my mission this my, no your calling is so strong that it's just going to pull you to it, that mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's no, it's almost like, like, it's not even up to you. Right. But Correct. you won't know what that calling is until you actually start moving. <laughs> you
1: have to move. Yeah. And, yeah. and it will also divert you from what it's not.
0: You know, yeah, I think yeah, some yeah, of the exactly. biggest
1: things that I've yeah. learned, like in my path, some of the most valuable lessons, not weren't just like, this is what you, you need to be doing. This is, this is what you know. Like a hundred percent. What you don't want to I,
0: I know for a fact that that makes me miserable, <laughs> and I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not good at that.
0: No. I'm done. Sometimes I, I think something I'm gonna, I, I'm really like putting on a pedestal. But when I actually do it, I'm like, oh, this sucks.
1: Right. right. Yeah. That was yeah. yeah. And if someone had told you, like, I don't know if you can relate to this, but like, if someone would have said, this is what you're gonna be doing you know, to me, like 10, Mm -hmm. even 10 years ago, which wasn't that long ago, like.
0: Sitting here on a podcast, like.
1: I'm going to be on a podcast, (laughs) I'm going to be married, That I'm going to have, almost have two kids, like, that i married this dude. Uh, The end of the month. So the 29th.
0: Oh my God. Um, You're brave.
1: Days, whatever. (laughs) But if someone would have told me that, I'd have been like. Okay. Oh,
0: oh, exactly. Like uh, Same it, it, here. Same it, exact thing here.
1: But I was, but that's just, I don't know. I still think it's a personality thing. Cause I have like girlfriends who know, like knew what wedding.
0: They know what they want.
1: They wanted to they have want. a wedding. Yeah. They wanted, they knew exactly what it was going to be like. They knew exactly how they wanted all this to go. But
0: I have And they're found... happy. They're, they're happy with the path. They, they're they happy with the path they've chosen at an early age. And then now that they're doing it, they're still happy.
1: Most of the time, you know, like, I, I, think, I think this goes, is, a,
0: that's this a, is a, <laughs> a, a whole episode on its own.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I, I looks a little miserable sometimes,
2: but <laughs>
1: it sounds miserable, you know, like, because the person you are like, like you said earlier, the person that you were when you were 20, is not yeah, one day yeah. uh, that's and true. that's what's absolutely yeah. incredible and beautiful about our species like mm. i don't know how much a bird changes like in its lifetime mm. probably not a lot not much like <laughs> it likes, <laughs> likes worms mm. it flies like still likes not, worms so <laughs> still, it still flies still knows how to build a nest like not much changes so i think mm. that's just what's incredible about us as as human beings yeah. to as we evolve. I would
0: agree with that I when I was who I was in my teens is not who I was in my 20s and my, when I was in my 30s I was a completely different person and then now yeah like I'm a completely different person from when I was 30 so
1: yeah, yeah. The dials I think we have to embrace like, that
0: change like I think so many people are so tied to that oh this is who I am like I'm um, just what I hear is a lot of introverts say, because I, I thought I could never do sales, like ever, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people hide behind that. Oh, I'm an introvert. I'm not a people person. I can't do sales, right? Mm-hmm. And they almost like block themselves from that change. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's <laughs> yeah, like, I, there's nothing sadder in my, in my opinion. There's nothing sadder in life than that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That is, I mean, that, I mean, it's so like, I know that's probably a different topic, but like yesterday, Michael and I had this epiphany Uh where we, so we live in Nashville. We want to stay in Nashville, but we had this like breakthrough that maybe we need to move to the suburbs because we want to, we want a house with the yard. Like our life has changed. Right.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But he and I both were sitting there. I was he, like, I sent him a house. that was South of, of Nashville, mm-hmm. like 30 minutes South of Nashville. And he was like, would you actually want to move there? And I was like, mm-hmm. I think so because our life has changed so much and the needs of our life has changed so much. And he was like, yeah, he was like, I think I would too, because, but in my mind, he was just talking about like, in my mind, that wasn't possible. Because
0: we've built Like this... 10 years ago, yeah.
1: Yeah, but even now, mm-hmm. even now I think we falsely believe that there are these oh, barriers. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I see what you so mean, So when
1: you yeah. said the part about like you hinder yourself, like mm-hmm. we were inten- unintentionally blocking ourselves from making a decision that would ultimately mm-hmm. make us happier yeah. as people on this we're earth, We're like
0: not even open to the possibility that it's possible, <laughs>
1: And we didn't even know that, you know, yeah, like we yeah. didn't see it. We couldn't spot yeah. it because we were so entrenched. That's so funny, huh? Yeah. Like but it's we so both funny s- how
0: once you break through that first barrier, though, like you can't see it any other way.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. It's like we were driving and he was like, he was like, we just, we had this like breakthrough, like the previous mm-hmm. night, like in a text exchange because mm-hmm. we were just like, wait a second this is actually an option mm-hmm. that we never thought was possible because of mm-hmm. these unintentional subconscious barriers of mm-hmm. what life was supposed to be. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, and that's but- how you, that's actually how you grow. I think. Cause like, yeah. I can date way back to like my, cause I used to live in Brooklyn and this like apartment, like $300 a month apartment in my early twenties. And, like, I, I've never, like, even dreamed of living in Manhattan, right? I was like, oh, yeah. there's no way I can ever afford. But then once I had the shift and I'm like, all right, I'm going to move to Manhattan. And I, from that point on, you're going to find ways to make that happen. Yes. You know what I mean? And once you're open to the possibility that that's even possible, mm-hmm. that's how you grow. You know?
1: Yeah. And it's crazy, though, how, how it happened, like... I know we've all had those moments like where it's just like these break like you have these like tr- like these huge breakthroughs.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're like And it happens very quickly too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but for us, it was like he and I both who grow pretty re- like we're open to things, like think that we're
0: I think it takes a long time to get to the epiphany, but once the epiphany happens. It's like, boom. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> like, it's almost like you're like, when I think about it, it was like, there was a lot of pain along the mm, way. Like mm-hmm. there was pain that we didn't really realize, like the pain of our, in this specific example, the pain of like our daughter living in a house without a yard and mm-hmm. having to go to parks all the time. And then mm-hmm. like, just all these like little things of pain
0: that's how chronic pain actually develops. it's you know, like most people that have chronic pain, they've uh-huh. learned to live with it for so long that they don't even know what it feels like to not have that chronic pain.
1: Dude, like, that is like the perfect uh, <laughs> analogy or metaphor. I don't know, analogy, metaphor, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I always get those confused. But yeah, like you're living with it for so long
2: uh-huh.
1: that then when you see that there's like... A medication or like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. something relatively small that you that you're actually in control of it's this. Possible, yeah. Like
2: uh, whoa,
0: like, so
1: we, whoa. Well, that, that was like the light bulb for us. Like in the last forty eight hours, we we just.
0: So are you guys moving?
1: I uh, not not yet, but we're we're. You're
0: gonna um, start planning.
1: We're playing it like we're exploring it, and when I told my mom, I was like, "Hey, we're gonna go look at some houses on Saturday." She was like,
0: "This is pretty
1: that typical." Quickly. But she's like, "This is pretty typical. You're gonna have a baby, mm-hmm. sell a house, buy a house, and move all at the same time." She was like, "Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. You guys can't just."
0: Like- I'm I'm so like that too. Like I, but I think because you know Gigi hasn't been like like my wife, Gigi, she's not like that at all. She like is the type of person that has to plan it for a long time before we do it, but she's Uh almost changed now. And like, this is from her telling me that, but I've been like that my whole life. I, I make a decision. I'm like, okay, let's go and let's do it. Right. And I wouldn't not have been able to get to where I am if I didn't have that personality. And now Gigi is totally on board. Like, before she was like, she would be like, are you sure we can do that? Do you, do you think we can get, afford that office? Do you think like, but now yeah. she's like, okay, let's do it. Boom. Like, do- <laughs> and that's how you move up in your life. That's how you make changes in your life.
1: You know? Yeah. You have to be willing to take the risk. Yeah. And, and life <laughs> is, yeah, life is just like a bunch of, and I've taken this from Michael, like life is just a bunch of calculated risks.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and
1: if you're going to
0: yeah exactly don't make stupid risks
1: (laughs) yeah like (laughs) right I mean there there's definitely varying levels of risk but like Mm -hmm. every decision and something I admire about his way of thinking is like he's thinking about the risk and reward like is this like
0: constantly like Con-
1: constant. Yeah. Every decision is like I
0: know his I, I can tell like he's like that.
1: It like his schedule, I mean down to like minute
0: uh, it's probably down second to, like, nature for him.
1: His food. Yeah, it is yeah. second nature. Like on his birthday Um, I had, I told him because I know him so well, I told him the day before I was like, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but I am making a special dessert for you. He's like, great. So he can like, think about the, the way he's going (laughs) to manage his exercise and food intake. I was like, I know that's important that you value that. (laughs) So you can't just surprise the guy. I can't just make the dessert, it's right? Like, like
0: I can't even surprise him. I can't
1: surprise him. So I'm just gonna say this is what's happening. He was like, Man, I really appreciate you telling me that. Cause then he made different decisions <laughs> earlier in the day based on the fact that dessert was coming.
0: Oh my God. Talk about overthinking.
1: <laughs> you know, I don't even it's just a way of think it's just like uh I mean every man every decision is like that for him every every conversation we have is like yeah
0: okay well, i, I think that's a good ROI? that's like a i bet you a lot of entrepreneurs actually do that because that's what running a business is right
1: i bet a bunch of successful entrepreneurs do that yeah, well,
0: definitely not, not me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're successful let's be let's be real
0: but not as an entrepreneur.
2: <laughs> yes, you a, are.
0: No, I think, oh. I'm, I'm, I think I'm successful as a marketer, but not like in terms of operating a business per se.
2: Okay. Which I think well. is
0: like two different, like if you were to tell me to run a business where I have to uh, take a product and increase sales and set up an operation and manage this like sales and customer team, I I will not have be able to do that because
1: No, I'd I would never ask you to do yeah. that.
0: <laughs> and I would suck at it. You would like your your business no, would go I, down the drain.
1: <laughs> no, I would I don't think I'd ever ask you to do that. But I mean, like secretly though, we would want like we Michael and I say the dream team would be like mm-hmm. the three of us. Like yeah. we have son yeah. and then Michael and me. We, I and need then Brooke Michael. who's helping. Yeah. yeah, we need Michael. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um so, it. Yeah, we got a lot that we could talk about. Yeah,
0: wow, well, we had uh, a, <laughs> we covered a lot of different topics. Maybe on no, the next one, I should uh, prepare a topic or something, and then we can talk about that. So we can. I know. We'll figure it out. I'm already yeah, like from th- this one. I'm getting ideas on like.
1: There's that. a lot of topics, but I think we needed to do this. hmm this more to loose find out. one
0: yeah. to see yeah well the next um, like 20 is gonna be loose
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but like this was really like this was really really loose it was, it
0: was wild wild west
1: when it's hard i mean it's hard for you and i to like because we'll go from like here uh, to there we'll talk to... about
0: david coggins and then we'll take...
1: <laughs> i know i i there were a couple times i almost brought him up but i was like i'll save him
0: Save him I'll for the Goggins it. episodes. I'll yeah.
1: save for the all all Goggins.
0: Yeah. The all Goggins. You're like obsessed episode. with him lately. Every time I see him like on YouTube, I think of you now.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I have been really obsessed with him. He I, I'm trying to figure out, and I actually showed Michael like the part of his uh, interview with Joe Rogan. Where he's talking about like building his brand mm-hmm. and about like why he's doing this. And this was like before the book, before
0: the, fir- the first one that he was the first one, like when
1: he was like, I think Jesse, what's the name? Jesse,
0: Jesse Itzler. I-
1: Itzler, yeah Like Jesse had given him A little bit of a boost From the Living with oh, the seal Oh, yeah
0: <laughs> Okay, okay I mean, that's
1: how everyone Knew him Which I didn't realize That that's how everyone knew him But that's kind of how He got his
0: uh, I didn't know that I thought he was He already had a kind of a brand When that happened But I guess not
1: No, Michael was telling me That like he Jesse That book really like Made Put everybody realize yeah. Who he was Yeah Um, And then he was, like, this badass. I mean, that
0: guy, but that guy is, like, so interesting. Like, he doesn't even have to do anything, and people will, like, find him fascinating.
1: Jesse or Goggins? Goggins. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, both, but Goggins more. (laughs) (laughs)
1: more. He broke the chin-up record, or the pull-up record in Nashville, like, down the Uh, street uh, from our house. At a and You said he's fit. like
0: mom lives there too, right? Yeah.
1: Like the CrossFit, I go to the Target, like that's it's beside my Target that I go to. And I, I like I kind of want to walk in and be
2: like, "Oh
1: my god, David Goggins was here." <laughs> like I felt he's that. He's like your hero. <laughs> I don't know what it is about him lately, but I'm so I think it's a personal brand thing. I think I there's I mean so he's much authentic as
0: fuck.
2: he
1: (laughs) he is like you know we should have like uh people that we give like the authentic as fuck award to or
0: something seriously he would be like number one on my list he would be the first (laughs) he has
1: to be the first recipient because um like that could be one of our our yeah. things and like yeah. be part of our social like media that. if we like have maybe one up.
0: day we can have him as a guest
1: <laughs> yeah like dude you were our first authentic that's how up. you know that's how our you... aaf winner <laughs> david that's how we Doggins. know we would have made it yeah but um yeah he's killing it he he's I don't know. I just think there's a lot to learn from him from a, in a personal brand standpoint because he really does not care. Like his social media,
0: all Like the, the authentic personal brand, not like all, all the other personal brands, like most of the personal brands out there that are like trying to build a personal brand. But if you want to do it the way where you don't want to be fake, you don't want to come off like humble bragging and all of that, and you yeah. just want to be yourself and build a brand as yourself... Without having to worry about like, you know, what am I gonna say or all of that? Like he's like the perfect model to follow.
1: He's the perfect model. Yeah. He and he even talked about um like how he intentionally like wanted to build it slow.
0: That didn't and happen.
1: No <laughs> it just exploded. And, and Joe called out like on his cause, I guess, you know, Joe had interviewed him before, was fascinated by him. And then interviewed him again after the book and was like, man, I love your book. I, I have a feeling this thing is actually going to take off and the way it's going to take off. This is off before is, the
0: book took off.
1: It was before guess, the yeah. book took off. Cause, David Cause now like, it's been
0: like number one bestseller for like the longest time. Yeah.
1: And I meant to go back and look at the timeline of like when Joe's interview was and when it actually like,
0: like if Joe has that much of an influence to to push a book off? Maybe.
1: Maybe, but I think... Uh, He's the think next
0: Oprah. <laughs> right. the Joe book club. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he, he said to Joe, he or he said to David, because David was like, I don't know. And like he... Goggins used like Lioncrest. I don't know if you're familiar with them. The book publishing company, but they're very expensive.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. They're uh, like, they, they are expensive. Okay. I think I it self-published.
1: Through that you can you self publish through them.
0: Oh, okay, 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 okay.
1: But they like will do everything, and it's like I think it starts. We looked at them; it's like a quarter of a million dollars to get Mm -hmm. them to write your book, but they do like the PR. I think they do all the stuff. I can't really remember, Um, but yeah, he he said that he got offered you know like thirty thousand dollars the first time to write his book. He's he was like, fuck that. And then he got offered $300,000. Oh, I, I, I think
0: I heard that, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then he was like, he was like, man, I almost took it because the most I've ever made in my life is like $60,000 a year. And then, and I think he's got a lot of people around him advising him
0: mm-hmm. because- I mean, he's got Jesse. He's got,
1: <laughs> I think Jesse is like, and Jesse probably made the investment. It wouldn't surprise me if he was the one that That's like- true. Running the money anyway and then he was like no man fuck that this is my trophy i'm gonna i'm gonna publish this and then joe was like well man i don't think you need to worry because what's gonna happen is one person's gonna read this book and they're gonna pass it to someone else and they're gonna pass it to someone else and he was like that's how this book is gonna take off
0: that's actually that's how all personal brands grow. That's what people don't realize. Yeah. That's why, that's why there's no point trying to like get press or get you know get get all this publicity. When like maybe we'll close on this, but and we'll do a whole episode about this. <laughs> but you really have to stop trying to 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 make an influence or trying to inspire. Like you have to stop trying to inspire people. You have to stop trying to do that in order for Mm -hmm. somebody to be inspired by you and somebody to follow you. And I've personally experienced this, like in my company, like the previous company that I was a partner in, I just focused on doing my work. And I like, people kept asking me questions like they're like, Oh, how can I, like people were following me and I'm like, stop following me. Like (laughs) get away from me. Right. Like, And then, when I started my company, I tried to do that with my employees, try to inspire them, motivate them, and then it just didn't work, because it it comes off fake when you do that. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's why David Goggins is- Because it
1: is fake.
0: It is fake, yeah, because I'm trying to motivate (laughs) him, yeah. Like, you're trying to lead, yeah.
1: No, man, you see his videos, Uh, when he's talking about chestnuts? uh, Yeah. favorite video david chestnut <laughs> like I, watch, I like oh my god dude is amazing the dude is amazing <laughs> all right he-
0: well, uh, let's wrap it on that and then uh thank yeah, you everyone you know. i'll uh we'll do it again next week
1: <laughs> sounds good
0: bye elizabeth
1: bye